This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And I'm Cassie. And we're excited you're joining us on this journey of conscious rising. Wait, what does that mean? I'm glad you asked, Pete. It means we're going to be sharing our experiences and tools for a life centered in joy, purpose, and gratitude. Life as it comes our way. So, the good, the bad. Don't forget the what the fuck. <laughs> exactly. So, come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always, take, take what, what you, you like and leave the rest. Wait, are we going live now? Are we live now? We're live? Oh, we're live. Oh my gosh. I can't see myself on here, so yeah. I wasn't for sure if we were really there live or is. not. Hello, there we are. What's going on? I didn't even fix my hair. It looked like What's a going on mess. It, I don't think you people, I don't think that's important. I think it is. Why is there a picture of a woman with blonde hair on the screen oh, with us? What are you talking about? It's Cassie. Cassie, she went to England and got that dye job. <laughs> it's called colored services. <laughs> colored services? Color. Moving on. I was going to say it sounded like the past. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so living, in, living did... in SoCal is exhausting. We walked to the beach today and had a great burrito for lunch. Enjoyed the waves. Keep talking. I'm, I, I'm going to I know. Up. Well, I'm just saying it's exhausting living at the beach. Don't you agree, Daniel? <laughs> she's saying yes we're yeah she she nodded yes um but yeah this is actually since we moved to ob ocean beach for those of you not in the area it's just north just just north of san diego which is technically still san diego i guess unproper and uh the first time we made it to the beach we were able to walk it was beautiful ocean surfers breeze although it is 90 some degrees at the beach which i hear is uncommon but we are navigating that because when you live at the beach, you're required to go to the beach. And today on Tap Into... I love our... Can we talk about what our... <laughs> our uh, uh, title is, Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like Jolene? Do you get it? Do you get where we're going with this right now? Um, I, I don't get it. Do Explain you it to get me. It? Okay. Do you know what those two songs are about? Well, Jolene is about this bitch that come in and took Dolly Parton's husband. Exactly. I don't know if it actually happened, but that's what the song's about. <laughs> Our producer's saying, can you text me Jolene's Facebook name so I can tag her, please? <laughs> no, but is, so is Dolly Parton going to be on this podcast? Oh, if she's we listening. She usually listens. She's one of our one of our uh, avid, avid uh, listeners, so maybe she'll, uh, she'll is call there, in. Are, do you have facts to back that up? I do. I, I read it on um, the internet. Maybe Cassie's nickname is so. Therefore, Jolene. Exactly. Um, anywho, <laughs> no discretion. So, no discretion. Oh my gosh! It's Jessica Evans. Your ears. And oh my brain gosh, Jessica must have been like uh, something because I was about to. I pulled up my messenger and my text messaging yesterday to text you, and I completely forgot. So there you go. There you go. This is she why we are connected. This is why we are still soul fam because we will be talking to you soon. Yes, and did you hear, Jessica? We are OB residents now. I know she's all like, "Why would you want to do that?" <laughs> it's like the it's like the Orange County of San Diego, right? 
Oh, God, don't get her started. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. So anyways, our uh, podcast today uh, is uh, – we got two songs in this title, Don't You Wish – Don't You and, you know, Jolene are both a little bit about jealousy and um, – Envy. And envy and envy for sure. So, and as you can see, we Jill have this envy. beautiful blonde right next to us. Unfortunately, she couldn't be in the studio because she's traveling um, everywhere doing her thing. For her other job, and she can't just take off whenever she wants to, uh, unfortunately. That's slang for she's an East Coast bitch. <laughs> really? I mean... Can we dial it down a minute? <laughs> just saying. Anyway, so... Come on. Uh, oh, my God! Oh my Do you God. see? Her husband is here. Michael. Mike! Mikey! Miss you. Miss you. Miss you a lot. <laughs> He's like, my wife's going to be on the show. I ain't going to miss it. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do is we're going to call. Uh, Cassie is still going to be out of the studio. Um, and she'll be back next week with us. But in the meantime, we have an amazing special co-host, which is the uh, incomparable Melissa Crispell from Long Term Wellness. Look her up if you haven't already. She's an amazing lady. Um, and we're going to go ahead and give her a call so that she can do this co-hosting with us. I think it's going to be a pretty great... Did you go blank? Yep. All right. Sure did. A great. It's going to be a great show. Show. Thank you. I was looking for the show. show. So let me call her. We're here for quick. the put on a show. You know, we've got all of our so, stuff. Barb Clark says, "Hey, hey, we met her in Edinburgh." Barb Clark, or as we say it over here, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. It's Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I can't, Melissa. I'm trying to find her phone number. It, you would think I would have this stuff set up, but I don't. So hashtag winging her, it. Hashtag winging her. <laughs> so let's see if we can get her on the line. We'll do a couple. We'll do like a uh, a sound check just to make sure that she is doing good. Um, Estella just joined us here. She is actually Estella. We've got people rolling in right now, and I do she believe. Phone, I know. I heard her. Give me a second. Hi, Melissa. Uh, hey. So let's give it a little backstory, right? Okay, I'll, I'll start with me. So we went, all three of us, one, the, all three of us that are in the studio today, um, one's on this beautiful little picture camera thing. We went to a growth uh, summit uh, conference, if you will, in Phoenix, Arizona this past week. We also went to something called the YDF um, Arizona, which were two, uh, both of them, two, uh, the, they were growth inspired, what? How would you, how would you explain that? <clears throat> um Personal development. Personal development. Thank Great. you. There you go. So we went, went to this personal development thing, and there was a whole array. There was one, one of them, there was about 20 people, I guess. Um, and at the other one, the Growth Summit, uh, was probably about 700, mm-hmm. between six and mm-hmm. 700 of them. And you had people that were just starting out on their journey, and then you had people that, you know, had their shit, quote unquote, together. Um, you know, more so they may have thought so than, than everybody else, but, um, (laughs) you know, we, 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 we got to see a a lot of people, right? And so I, um, I'll speak for myself is that there was a little bit of envy in which I've actually figured that out, that the difference between jealousy and envy is that jealousy has to do with three people. Envy has to do with two. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that Jealousy usually means that you are in a um, some sort of a relationship with somebody, correct? Something, something, or person, place, or thing, and that somebody or something else—I guess it'd probably be somebody else—could mm-hmm. um, possibly 
Take that away from Take you. Take that away from you. So that's jealousy, right? That's, you know, that's when the, the three people are losing something. Envy is whenever you have um, two people normally, or, you know, it could be a group of people, I guess, and that you are looking at something that they have that you lack or you think you lack, not necessarily that you do lack, but something that you think you lack. Um, and you're envious of it. Something that you want is something that you wish that you could take on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So with all these people, and like I said, getting quote unquote with their shit together, I was very envious of some of these people, right? And I'm, I've, we've been on this this journey of conscious rising, I guess you could say, over the past year, and um, I know that if if you <laughs> what, <laughs> what was, was that? that? What's funny? I can't see. You can't. See? No, it sounded like you like went off into a puddle or something <laughs> or got sucked up by a spaceship <laughs> um but have you been abducted are, are you there are you there melissa are you abducted are you still okay <laughs> i'm listening to you i was trying to be kind and courteous oh no i just it, you we just had a really loud uh whooshing sound so we just want to make sure that you were still still there. with us oh that would be driving on the beltway in my convertible you're driving in your convertible while trying to be on a show. <laughs> <laughs> We're um are we envious of the convertible? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Stop yes. It. yes, yes we, we are. are. It's a beautiful little convertible or a little Audi. If my Prius could become a convertible, how about that one? Well, I got a couple rednecks that could help you with that. <laughs> a couple rednecks. <laughs> So oh my envious of these people. And so it was like we got back and, you know, we, I think, um, as a whole, experienced a lot of envy, envy and jealousy throughout the week, um, to be honest with you, whether it was both for me. Like I noticed that um, there was a little bit of envy and jealousy happening. I'm looking over at my co-host right now. Um, he's trying to read my face and he's not getting it. I'm reading everything. Uh, <laughs> Pete said, or Ashley, Ashley says, I can handle that job, Pete. I told you I had some rednecks that could make your car convertible. <laughs> you didn't say you were related to them. <laughs> and Mike, Mike's over here saying queen multitasker. <laughs> uh, so it's cousin Ashley and brother Michael. Cousin, no. We're going to redneck this up. Cheryl <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fletcher Greening says hi, Melissa. Hey. Hey. So what is your take on that, Melissa? What is your take on the whole envy and jealousy thing and how to navigate it? You know, I think that jealousy has, it is a negative thing. And, I, you know, I heard you read the definition or, or talk the definition. And I think that that really applies to someone who has nefarious thoughts, that they look at what you have or, you know, what they think you have or what they think you've accomplished, and they want to take that from you. And I don't know necessarily that it has to be another person, you know, like a husband and wife or you know, like a couple or something like that. I think it could be your car, it could be your job, you know, your income, whatever they think that you have, you know, that's their perception. For me, I don't know that I necessarily feel, well, I know for a fact I don't. I don't want to take anything from someone. Um, I use it as motivation. I look at it as admiration, like, dang, that's really cool. I can do that. And then I go to the drawing board and figure out how I can do it. So I don't know that I had those same feelings when we were there last week. For me, it was more like motivation to get my shit together and and step it up. Like, you know, I know I have the capability to do that. I need to go do it. 
not that I want to take it from them. Does that make sense? No, yeah. absolutely. I don't think there was any of I want to take that from him. It was more so of like I, I want to be able to work harder inside myself to be able to have what they have. Um, you know, and there's some, it's just kind of like, you know, good for them. You know, you worked your ass off to get where you are for the people who work their ass off to get where they are. But it was like, it was also, I think if I was to turn that mirror around on myself, it wasn't maybe envy, it was jealousy. It was kind of like, I was kind of getting maybe down on myself a little bit because I didn't work or I haven't worked, um, in the same sense as hard as some of these people that had showed up with all of their stuff together. Right. So their perception of their stuff together. Yeah, their perception of their stuff together, for sure. So it was interesting to me just to see and to be able to – for me, it did kind of light a fire under my ass because um, if I want that right, there's nothing – there's there's people around us that think that they can get all this stuff through osmosis. Um, Maria Flynn lovingly – Refers to that as, what does she call it? Ceiling surfing? Ceiling surfing. surfing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it's just kind of where you think that you can surround yourself, even though that we heard a lot throughout the week of, you know, surround yourself with people who are... Um, five to ten steps. Five to ten steps ahead of you. It doesn't mean that you can just sit there and soak it all in and expect the thing thing to happen to you without mm-hmm. doing the work. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree with that. But, you know, I think the other thing you have to be aware of And it might have been Brendan who said it, but you can't be comparing your backyard to somebody else's front yard. That was beautiful. You know what I mean? Because everybody's putting their best foot forward there, but you're sitting there in your own stuff, and you know what your deficiencies are. You know what your weaknesses are, and you're comparing it to what you're seeing them put forward. You know what I mean? For sure. Right. The guy that stood up and said, yeah, I made a million dollars by the time I was 25, and blah, 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 blah. You know, and it's like... All right. Well, he just gave the best of himself. <laughs> right. We didn't get the shit that he got him there. Right. <laughs> That's true. Well, and that you mentioned a, a word between the two of you a couple of times, and it's comparison. Um, you know, having being able to have people that are five to ten steps ahead of us that we allow to push us to do better means that we cannot compare our backyard to their front yard. We have to take what we like from their life and apply it indirectly to ours because it's going to look the same as we shift. Um, I know, I know like with, you know, with Travis and I starting an online business and Melissa with you starting, um, you have an online business as well as a, a, what do you call that? A brick and mortar. Um, It's like, we have all seen that comparison model come in and luckily we catch each other. We have a tribe that catches us so we can throw it out or we can alter our course, but it's really hard not to compare ourselves to other people and then expect to not let that, Make us feel like shit. Yeah, I struggle with that. That that's very difficult for me. Um, I am in a circle of practitioners who are just out of this world. I mean, they are they're killing it. Brick and mortar facilities. They have institutes. They have. I mean, they're just they're just awesome practitioners, and they have online programs. You name it, they're doing everything right. They're they're doing exactly what they want, and I'm like, dang, you know. Why does the world need me? I've got these guys up here. And and so I struggle with comparing myself to them. And it's like, wait a minute. Quit comparing myself, number one. Can't compare it. It's apples and oranges. And number two, I don't want to be them. They're, you know, they're already there. I want to be me and be authentic and just kind of give it like it is. And that's the kind of health care that I practice. 
And so it's, it's always a struggle for me not to look at this doc or that doc and say, well, gosh, I want to do it like that, or I want to have his following or whatever. And it's, you know, it's just a reminder all the time to be authentic and to stay in your lane, run your own race. You know, whether you're running a physical marathon or you're running this life marathon, you know, we don't need to compare ourselves to anybody else because we all have our special gifts and our special talents. And I think we heard this this weekend, too, is play to your strengths. You know, don't focus on your weaknesses. And, and I learned this even in healthcare that when we focus on giving our body all of the good nutrients that it needs, the bad that's happening in your body will ultimately be kind of squashed out, if you will, because we're overloading it with all of the good nutrients. And I think we need to do that in our lives, too. Focus on our strengths and, and just stay in our lane and keep moving. Yeah, that was another good. That was a good thing that Dean connected with me on Graziosi. Dean Graziosi, um, he said he was like, I used to put myself down or get get left behind because of the things I couldn't do. And he says, I just forget all that stuff, and I only focus on the things that I could do. Um, now I, I'm I'm thinking he was talking not about like paying bills and being responsible on a personal <laughs> end, but he was saying like he's not a good writer. He has dyslexia, so he's like, I'm not going to write a book. I'm gonna. I mean, he has books. I'm sure he pays people to write them, but he found a way to expose himself through his strengths and not not somebody not somebody else's this is what you should be doing because yeah, that's the that's way to right. go yeah so where do you see okay so i'm not going to name names of course because that would be name you names, know, names, i'm not naming names it's stupid so like i'm talking not do what that would be hateful. We're exactly. Not hateful <laughs> yeah, we're not hateful people. But, okay, so within this conference, right, this growth-minded people, some of the people that we're very close, that we've met and talked to um, that are in – and I'm not even going to talk about our inner circle, but I'll, I'll say tribe, right, this whole growth tribe. I noticed that there was some cattiness going on, right? And there was cattiness – um, and I say that, and I, um, I don't put a, a gender on that. It was male, female, a lot alike, there, where there was like, you know, you whenever you meet somebody, they say that you judge them 20 different ways within the first 10 seconds of meeting them correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and correctly, that was mm-hmm. that's, that was new. Um, so, But I noticed that there was like some people that had just met somebody else, whether it be a speaker or – it was usually someone that would come up to this other person or uh, other people and be like, oh, this is what's going on with me. Give them a business card. I have this, this, and this going on. I've written two books. I'm, I'm here because I want to uh, join a great mastermind group. Um, I have the money to do so. Things are going really great with me. I'm just here to, um, to grow a little bit more. And then somebody that may not necessarily have all that going on with them, you could see or hear them say, I don't like that bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't care for that person. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, and there was zero, and it happens all the time. I've been there. I've done it before. I'm, I'm hoping that I don't do it as much or even close to as much as I used to. But it's just kind of like, for me, that that is a huge sign of envy or jealousy or whatever envy it may be, at right? Point, yeah. Envy at that point. And so where does that, what? What is it? What? Is it a sign of envy or jealousy, or is it a sign of insecurity? Yes. That, that I'm not measuring up, and it goes back into that comparison thing. That's a good one. That should, that's also, the, you know, it's funny. It's, it ties into it, right? Envy, jealousy, and now we've got what? Was that a word? Comparison? Com- no. What did you just say, Melissa? She was talking about self-worth. Uh, you said something about your self-worth. Insecurity. Insecurity, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, insecurities. Isn't jealousy? And you know, our producer says, "Isn't jealousy this close to insecurities?" Mm-hmm. And I, I would say, absolutely. Like, I think it all just kind of 
if you step back, I think you can define it for yourself because Lord knows we're not here to define it for you. However, I think that it does have to do one has to do with the other. Well, and all of the reading that I've done um, from the psychological point of view to the more spiritual, Eckhart Tolle has a lot on his view of the ego um, and jealousy, ego or jealousy, envy, anger, sadness, all that stuff is an ego based, like your thought process. It's your thoughts taking over, telling you something's fact. And at the heart of that is the awareness of our own self-love. And I think the more that we see the world in a negative light, like Travis' story about walking up or hearing that person talk about how much they had to offer. And then the other person said, Oh, that bitch, you know, quit bragging about yourself. Like if I, uh, that person may do what? Did I do that? What? Oh, did you say that about people? Yeah, I don't remember calling anybody that. No, 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 no. And that was that really was kind of like a made up. That was actually like four or five stories that I'd seen over the week pushed into one person. So no, it was it had nothing to do with like you or anything like that. It was just it was very shocking to me that it was like you could tell people that were really trying to get their own um, network happening. That if somebody because we you know broke up into a lot of little groups or whatever, that if somebody else had something to offer. And that looked like they had more to offer than the other person, that the other person would just kind of shut down. And because they were insecure, right? It seemed like there was a lot Mm -hmm. of insecurities going on there. Um, But for me, I know that I – there was a lot of times that insecurities showed up for me throughout that whole week. But it wasn't because – it was because I was insecure because I know what I have to offer. I know what I can give other people. It's just that I'm not doing it. So that's my insecurity. But it was good to be able to see and hear all these other people that was like, hey, I want what you have, but I want to be able to do it my own way. And I want to be able to share it with the world in a different way than what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And that's the I think that's the difference is that you were coming from not a lack of knowing. Oh, there it goes again. You just got beamed up into a spaceship again, Melissa. Um, that was my brain falling out. I'm trying to be too <laughs> Um, and so like with, with, you know, you'd be able to see someone else's successes, no matter how they're presented. I mean, even if someone's downright bragging and it's obnoxious at a part of me is going to be able to look at that and say, okay, this person has done whatever. And I, I'm kind of losing my train of thought here. Cause then I was like, I was sitting here, I was almost correcting myself thinking like, if someone's bragging that much, I'm probably not going to want to listen to them because there's a humility I think that comes with owning your shit as well. Um, Barbara so. Clark. Barbara Clark actually put a great comment on there. She said, or, uh, "Insecurity, perhaps, or maybe just feeling the energy that's going on." I believe that. I believe that for sure. I think that the people that we surrounded ourselves with a lot, you know, including you, Melissa, and a lot of other people, that we have this amazing ability to be able to walk into a room and go, "Oh man, it's thick in here," or "Oh, maybe I should turn around," or "Oh, put on my sumo suit," like Melissa says. You know, get on there and. And and be able to protect yourself from some of these energies because some of the energies aren't the greatest in the world. But but, but. I mean, you all have a really great story about that that orientation night about energies not being really great. Meeting those those two ladies. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we were feeling it. We were feeling the energies that night. Yeah. Unknown color. Unknown color. Oh, Lord. it was pretty funny. It was it was pretty funny. It was it was very interesting. <laughs> I think there was some a lot of there was a lot of insecurities in that conversation from yeah, the, the other party. Know, I think in that situation though, I, I you know here I am 
internalizing this, like, now I'm going through my brain, when was I being jealous or when was I being envious? And I'm, like, trying to justify my actions or my thoughts now. But I think that there were a couple of times where I just had to call bullshit. Yeah. For sure. You know, it wasn't that I was envious or I was jealous. It was just like, come on now. I mean, no, agree. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Grace. Grace says, "Don't wear other people's funk." That's right. Get it, girl. Mm-hmm. She knows you got a, the fam. Snapchat that the fam. <laughs> Snapchat it. Make it a poster. <laughs> so okay. So you know, I'm, none of us here are perfect. So what do we do whenever we start to feel those things? Right? Our producer raised her hand and she said, "I am <laughs> not even close." Um, maybe close, but what do we do in that situation to where we start feeling that insecurity or we start to feel envious or we start to feel, there's something I say jokingly with Pete sometimes is that, you know, whenever I feels like someone there's jealousy or envy going, I'm like, green is not your color. Green is definitely not your color. You try it. You, I, like, I, I, know. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Cause you don't get it, but that's what that means now. Now, you know, green is not your color. So whenever we see something like that happening or we feel it happening within ourselves, what is the best thing to do to get out of that? Well, I think there's two things. Uh, one is don't tell other people that they're envious or jealous. Just walk away. It's not your business. Uh, don't call someone out on it is what you're saying? Do what? Don't call someone out on it. Is that what Pete was saying? Yeah, yeah. he doesn't like yeah. it. Well, I mean, there, there's within a context. But I'm saying, like, if I'm, I'm going to go into a room of strangers and I'm not going to call someone out on their bullshit... I'm just going to walk away. It's not for me to tell them who they are or who they aren't. They're being exactly who they are. Um, and if I don't like that, I can walk away. But with Travis and I, it'd be a different story because we grow because we're able – part of the reason we grow is because we're able to call each other's bullshit because we know each other so well. Whether we want to listen to the other person calling their call, – like if Travis is calling my bullshit, whether I want to listen to him, it may take me a couple hours, a couple days, a month. Who knows? Yeah. Still working but, on it. <laughs> <laughs> but even if I don't express it to him, my brain's still going, crap, he's right, you know. Um, and so – but it's – he. but he's like my soundboard. But it's up to me. Like if I'm feeling jealousy or if I'm feeling envious that I want something, Travis test drove a Tesla. That was cool as fuck. Now, could I have test drove my own one? Yeah. I didn't have – it wasn't quite important enough for me to go and set my own appointment up. But I was I was a little envious in that situation because that was a lot of fun. I was in the back seat. So I still got to experience it. But – like, I know in myself that if I want something, then Pete has to go and get it or Pete has to ask for help in getting it. So there, I think when we are in a jealous moment or an envious moment, then it's the, the self-reflection is key. And if that's unavailable, then to surround ourselves with people who can help us self-reflect on to why we're feeling that way and keep asking why until we get down to the root cause. Seven layers deep. Seven layers. Seven layers deep. I think it's a really for me. It's like whenever we uh, start to feel like that, it's a good. Wo- it's a good indication that I need to go inside of myself, right? Obviously, if I'm feeling jealousy, envy, or insecure, then it has nothing to do with the people around me. It definitely has to do with me. So it means that I need a little bit of time myself to go back to the drawing board and go, all right. Well, if you're that jealous, if you're that envious, or if you're that insecure, what the hell are you going to do to get out of it, right? So then it's just like, what do I do now? And now I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fire under the ass. Yeah. There was another concept that I think it was you D. You cut me off. It was my turn. Yeah. I, it is your turn. I will. I will. Hush. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, when I think about jealousy and envy, that it's, it's mindset. You 
know, that's coming from a mindset of lack, not a mindset of abundance. So when I've had those feelings, and I don't ever know that, I mean, you know, if the definition of jealousy is wanting to take something from someone, I don't ever really feel that way. You know, I was raised that if you want something, you go and get it. We can all go do that. You know, I don't subscribe to the idea that, you know, everybody plays so everybody gets to get a trophy. Everybody gets to get off their butt and go do what they want to do. Do it. We're in the year 2017. Everybody can do everything that they want to do or have everything that they want to have. And we heard some amazing stories last week of people who have absolutely freaking zero. I mean, being graziosi, sleeping in a freaking public bathroom. For sure. You know, to what he is now. He didn't get that from handout. No. He didn't get a mindset of lack. He got that from changing his mindset to, a, you know, having an abundance mindset and watching that energy flow and, and watching that money flow. So I, I really think that for myself, to get a twinge of, oh, hey, that might be cool to do or that might be cool to have, it's like, all right, well, let's figure out how to do it. Do it yourself. Yeah. Lack is an important concept. Abundance mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, you know, and that's, that's one of the things. I think that's another reason that we go to these things, right? That's why we kind of surround ourselves with the, the, the people, and they say to surround yourself with the people that are three or four steps ahead of you, or however many steps they say, is because... Yeah, five, do I just went for the uh, gotcha. <laughs> No, I think it's because it's like to be able to, if, you know, if you surround yourself with people that are, you know, three or steps behind you, then it can really kind of bring down your average. I think we had talked about that a little bit about that, Melissa, you and I, about how it's like when we surround ourselves, we have these numbers, right? You know, whether we're a six, seven or eight. Um, and it doesn't matter if you surround yourselves with the potential of people that it can be an eight, nine or 10. It's that if they're not acting on that eight, nine or 10 and they're acting like a four or three or two, then it brings down your average. I think it's the energies that we surround ourselves with that it can kind of make or break you. Um, so it's just kind of like being aware of what that is. And so I think that's why we, we show up to these new conferences is because we want that energy to rise us up, not to bring us down. You know, hashtag, hashtag, hashtag what? Hashtag truth. Hashtag truth. Yeah. Well, I actually have, and I'm, I do this with a lot of people, but since the two of you are here with me now, um, I have been, I'm going to say envious. That's envious and jealous both of the way that Melissa, you and Travis connect. And it's not to do with, I, well, I don't know. Like I have been, this is a truth moment for me because this is something for me that I experience with a lot of people. I have a certain way that I show up. It's a little quieter. It's a little less conversational. I just some kind of being, you know, and every now and then I'll get talking or get some extracurricular substances in there and then get talking, whatever, but, or less talking, whatever. But like, I, I really like how you and Travis, um, connect and share yourselves with each other. And I have to remind myself that that's not how I show up with other people. Travis and I communicate differently than you and Travis communicate. And, it's like I've noticed this with several people that have come into our tribe and I've noticed it within myself. And so I have to, I don't know how well I've dealt with it actually. Um, and it comes in with the, the lack of, I don't think Travis is going to wish out of my life because he meets much cooler people. Although I would, I'd be lying if I said that fear wasn't there at all. Um, so, but I know that like when I, but I stop myself and I think that 
what I'm worth and what I bring to the table. And it's not specific conversation skills. It's just the fact that I can show up, put a big smile on my face and accept people as they are. And then we're going to eat some good food. So why is it that you don't show up in the same way? You don't have that same conversation. I might not be interested. I I'm interested, like I'm jealous of the, the way, and this has been since I can take this back to my early twenties as well. Like the way people are talking about certain information, they soak up information and then they talk about it or they connect on things. And then I look at this subject matter and I'm not really interested in that. I'm interested in like the way people are sharing. Um, but how Travis and I connected, you know, when we first met was very deeply and we had a lot of long conversations and then I see that and because we've been in each other's life for so long, it takes a little more effort for us to show up that way because other stuff gets in the way. And when I see that depth of adding someone else to the circle or to, as a friend, and I feel like I've fallen away from that, then I put pressure on myself that if I don't do that, then I could lose friends. So that's something that I have to... <laughs> look into and I know it's on my plate it's not how anybody else is showing up um, and I know it's my own confidence level in myself and I know that for me as a person my existence is not about what I know and how I say it it's not about the stuff the information it's about what I do with it and how I show up and show people that they're enough and I think that it's kind of like so we got uh, Katie Miller um, joining us she said Pete you and I are a lot alike I feel the exact same way about other people who are close to me um, to be able to admit that is huge. Good job. That is a huge step for you. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I was that kind of knocked me almost knocked me off my chair for a second. But the way that I see it is that not but there's no but to that. Uh, the way that I see it is that whenever I if I want to continue to have relationships around me, and I don't, I'm one of those people who don't really care to have a shit ton of relationships. If I have five to ten close people around me at all times. Or even that I can connect with at, a, at any given time. That's good enough for me. But I know that, um, you know, I've spent time in my life to where I, you know, wasn't the life of the party or I wasn't necessarily somebody that was comfortable with going up and talking to people. And then, you know, continuing that conversation on to grow some kind of relationship. So I would rely on the people that were around me to do that for me. Um, and that works. It works to an extent, but people are not stupid, right? People understand that, you know, you, there, it takes work to, to, to cultivate a relationship. It takes reaching out and speaking to people. It takes being able to, um, want, want it. Um, and people can also see people, you know, back in my past could see whenever it was just like, it's that whole osmosis thing that I've talked about before. You can't just, you can't just sit around and sit on your ass and expect things to happen for you, whether or not you're with with a you're in a couple relationship, you're in a friendship relationship, whatever it may be. It takes work, you know, and that is sometimes it takes hard work. But again, if and this isn't to you, this is like if I was in a part point point in port. Um, I was in a point in my life to where whenever I wasn't going out of my way to make relationships and I wasn't like trying to connect with people. I was okay with the consequences, and I say that lightly. I was okay with the consequences knowing that people around me left me. People around me, you know, didn't want they, – they didn't want that in their life. So I had to be okay with being alone. And if you're okay with that, not you, but anybody that's listening, if you're okay with being alone and not actually putting yourself out there um, and leaving, leading a mediocre life, there's nothing wrong with that, right? That's how I feel. Those are my two cents. That's how Sue sees it. 
<laughs> Sorry, we've been watching Glee. <laughs> uh, let's see. Don Adams Boland said, I'm more of an observer than a talker. I contribute when I feel I have something good or positive to add. Um, I have a very few personal friends, but they are true friends, and that's good enough for me. Yes, my husband and I have been together for 22 years. There you go. Bam. Bam. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag we have four or five mocks, mics we, we could drop, but they're expensive. So we're not going to. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I think that's a huge thing. I think it's, you know, being able to admit whenever there's in, in jealousy and envy, it happens, I think. I think that's there. I think those feelings are there and insecurities we talked about before. I think all of those are there that whenever you're able to say it out loud or at least even be able to write it down to yourself, I think that is a huge step because now that, now that you have said it in front of the thousands of people that would be listening to this beat, now it's, you have the choice to whether um, to change it or not change it. Right, and that's one of the reasons that I kind of came into this knowing that you know when we talk about um, things like jealousy, anything that makes us human, that like our fear in life, you know, if I'm not bringing my own insecurities to the table, then, I, you know, how am I really going to talk about getting through it and be transformative to the people that are watching? So I struggle with this daily. And well, I think it's important to ask yourself why. <laughs> you know, and in that moment, when that creeps up, why? Ooh, why wait- do I feel. Yeah. Are we going to do a seven, seven? Well, I can tell. I mean, I can, we can, we can totally do a seven layers. Why? I go for it, Melissa. (laughs) Are you going to be, are you going to be the seven layer? um, Uh, But she's just going to sit there and go, why seven dumps? (laughs) We be, we be, you could be my Dean. All right. I'll be your Dean. Yeah. Okay. So the first layer, we're going to try to be, I'm going to try to be transparent here because, but it's hard, but I'm going to do it. So, are we going back to the original statement of that you feel? I feel like you're taking Travis away from me. You've got to be kidding me! No, 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 no. no. Okay, I'll put my professional side back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is yeah, this is not about you. This is about me. Why do you feel that way, Pete? <laughs> no, no, no. I no. Uh, I don't. Oh no, it's going. It's happening right I know, now. I know. I know. I. This is this is a perception based. I know better, but it's a perception. It's a thought process that I compete with in my head a lot. So I know that all of us together are better and we're stronger. But not quite avoiding the question. What was the question? <laughs> she said, "Why do you? Why are you jealous and envious of mine and her relationship?" And he just said, "Because it feels like I'm taking you away from him." And so my question now is, why do you feel that way? On the spot. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Because it's it's a self it's <laughs> and Katie just said hashtag shit got just got real. <laughs> it yeah. did because I, my own self worth with what I like I left you know my life before was get a job make money pay bills hang out with people when you can of course that tribe that circle of people wasn't very strong um, it was very shallow and surface level um, and we have to use substances to all be around each other because of whatever insecurities we're all trying to hide. And so when I left that behind and I left my source of income behind and like Travis and I have completely been on this journey that's completely new, completely, I'm just going to use that word again. <laughs> um, and so my sense of worth around, I just got to a sense of uh, self-worth to where I was making a living that I was comfortable with that I can compare to other people and say, I am proud of what I'm doing because I'm doing what everybody else is doing. 
And then I threw that all away. Hold on a second. Do you remember at the conference when Dean was doing this with that tax lady who said that she was doing people's taxes? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And what did he say to her? What did he say to her? He said, quit trying to sell yourself. Or bullshit. He said, that's bullshit. Yeah. He said, that's, that's bullshit. That's not your wife. That's not your wife. That's not, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that's, that, was my, that was my why because one of my deep whys that I've done this, I did this a couple of days ago, um, is that I don't feel seen. And so... Why don't, why don't you feel seen? Dun, dun, dun. Because I, because growing up and even through a lot of my life, I have been passed over for other people or other relationships. And so I could start talking and be completely cut off and turned over. These are just experiences from the past that haunt me today. So why do you feel like I pass you over and go straight to Travis? Is that what you're saying? Or that Travis passes you over and goes straight to me when in a conversation? And everyone needs to understand, this is not a relationship here. That We're not talking about being with one another. We're talking about having words with one another in a conversation, correct? Correct. Yeah, just a, just a random conversation, yeah. Okay, so yeah. either you feel that I pass you over and you're invisible in my eyes and I just connect and talk with Travis, or you feel that it's happening the other way around. Which is it? I'm just trying to be clear. Uh, it could be both. Okay. It could be both. Um, and it's, this is why it's hard because I, there are some days where I can sit by and watch people connect and I, and I see the beauty in that. And then there's other days where I'm in my head and I feel like I can't connect with anybody and that, or that I have to be talking to connect with people too. You know, like when we, for me, I, I'm, for me, in a morning person, the less I say, the better, because I'm just, it takes me a while to get going. Um, you know, and when we were hanging out with you at your lovely house, it's like the breakfast conversation, and I, I'm just, it, it's a conversation thing. Like, how you and Travis physically connect um, or mentally stimulate each other, like, that. that's your thing. And I don't, I don't always have something to say, and so it's like, a, it's a how does Pete interact with the group? And it's not just you and Travis. It's anybody in my life that I'm – it could be my sister, my mom, whoever. Um, for me, it's just to feel – yeah, that's, I feel like a third wheel. That's a good – for not being seen. You know, like I that, – that's a that's – a, I don't know if that's the deepest why, but that's as, that's as deep as why as I've gotten in my seven whys is that I don't – I feel passed over and unseen. Um, and, I, and I have fixed that – tried to fix that in the past by talking about what other people talk about thinking what other people going to the places other people are going trying to live someone else's life and what i find and it could just be an energy energy sensitive thing is that the less people i'm around at any given time is probably best because i don't i because i don't do group conversations well either so i don't know i think that's an affirmation that you put out there too right so i think that just from the if we're talking about what I've noticed or whatever. I think it's also, it's like you feel invisible sometimes. You don't feel seen because you, you kind of hide, right? Like, Oh, my natural reaction when I, when like the fight or flight kicks in is to go hide. Right. And so it's like, I know that whenever I feel like I'm unseen, I'm hurt, I'm non-valued is because I'm not 
bringing value. I'm not, you know, showing. I'm not showing up to be to be seen, and I'm not making an effort to make a connection with other people so that they want to make a connection with me. Yeah, I think that's uh, yeah. The value thing really struck me. We said I don't feel like I'm bringing my own value, and excuse me, um, that's something. As I left the the nine to five world, and I left like more of a material life, and it's been very minimalistic. It's like not having physical value then I'm struggling with like, well, what's my value? I mean, one of the things I can say I'm valuable with is I can get on here and talk to people of the world and we can have conversations and we can learn things. Yeah. Because we've right now we've got, we've had so many people just in you admitting your this going on is people going, Holy shit. That's me. That's me. That's me. We've got at, at least, we've got several comments on here that's saying, um, that you know oh my god you're talking my language you know this is exactly me this is i think we we're <laughs> katie actually said, i think we're long lost twins i'm a gemini um and it. so it's like that is a value and that's what i mean and this is what i kind of always say is that you show a value to anywhere right you just have to show up and actually do something yeah yeah i think it was wonderful that you you know you spoke that truth that's that's your truth you know whether i went holy shit that's not really the case Pete, you know that that's not that's not appropriate. That's not an appropriate response, and I do apologize for that. I, I appreciate that you said that, but as your friend, and I'm not going to say I'm five steps ahead of you, but just as your friend, now you step to the line. What is it going to be about? Okay, re- repeat that because you broke up a little bit, or the audio I broke up. We may not get to know what you said. Well, what I said was... There we go. There you go. I appreciate that you said that, that you, know, that you came forth with that, that that's important to you. Um, and I apologize for my response because it was inappropriate. The holy shit, that's not what it is. So it really isn't that, but it is your perception and it's your feeling and that's valid and that's important. So I want to honor you for saying that. But as your friend... And I'm not going to say I'm five steps ahead of you, but as your friend, I'm going to say, step to the line, what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to- <laughs> Where's the bell? <laughs> it's way over there. The, the bell. Ding, ding, ding. Holy shit. I know. And, well, the first section is awareness. And I have been aware for a very long time that this issue's been going on. The second step... Uh, what is the second A? Awareness. Acceptance. Acceptance. So I have to say that I have to, I have to bring light to that it's a real thing. And I think the first step in that was to be honest with people that I call my friends and be like, I'm struggling with this. And the third is? To action. Action. To act on it. To do something different. And so it may be for calling my own bullshit by saying something every single time that I feel that way. That may be a place to start. <laughs> be like, sorry guys, I feel left out over here. <laughs> yes, and you can be like, yes, that's you. Holy shit! So that that could be a, a place to start. Yeah. Well, I think that Travis brought up something really good too. That at the moment that he is feeling that in his life or in different conversations, and the reflection is that he's not participating and he's not showing up. You know, maybe it's, it's time to look at that when you have that feeling in a situation or, you know, during a conversation and go, wait a minute, am I participating? Am I doing my part here? And taking it from there. 
Or, you know, you could carry around some glow sticks and just crack them. And when you feel invisible, you wear one around your neck. <laughs> And then I'm gonna that's go. Pretty... And then I go. <laughs> hey, that's. I mean, if we're gonna, if 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 you're talking about like open up a center and helping people work for that, that's a pretty cool example of how to work on it. <gasps> I've got so Bring many things like going through my head right now. That's amazing. So so okay. So we have a lot of people in the audience. Uh, definitely Donna and Katie, Barbara and Linda, and Barbara and Linda. So it's like so we all need to make a commitment here to do something different. If you want. This isn't a should or whatever, but like I, okay, so this is me stepping up here. I am going to do differently by, okay, so bigger problem here for the whole thing is that when something in my mind that I'm unsure of, I don't talk about it. Ding, ding. I don't talk about it. I bury it and I excuse it and I say, I'll deal with that tomorrow because I don't think it's that big. I don't think that I know how to handle it or whatever. So just to speak it out loud for now would be a huge thing for me and i have people in my life and i you know i can say melissa i've only known you for a few months and it's been like since may or april or something like it's been a short time but that's no excuse because all of us have gotten really close in those five six months or whatever it's been and so i want and that's the thing too it's like if i want to keep it i gotta fight for it so i want people in my life that i can say exactly how i'm feeling who are gonna put their arm around me and say it's okay and let's figure it out either that or say you know get over your fucking self and you know just man up yeah that's not whatever i mean no i'm not saying in those specific words but like there's not a thing as kid gloves i'm you know there's no kid gloves that are needed in relationships that we surround ourselves with right it was that goes back to that whole like am i oh what was that fame one of my favorite memes that i created was it said um, there's to know the difference between being sensitive and being fragile, right? Like, I don't have time for anybody in my life who's going to be fragile that I can't say the truth and then you break, not you, but you break down into a million pieces. Like, I can be sensitive to the fact that you are sensitive and be able to say something to you and however I want to say it and then you can shed a tear if you'd like but as long as it puts a fire under your ass that's great there's no no room for me for fragile right so i think that's cool i'm a little bit more um accepting of fragile because i think that people go through things that create this situation for them not only in their minds but in their hearts and they're just not ready to face all of those truths and I can be a little more sensitive. I can be a more a little, a little more tolerant to fragile because, you know, I mean, let's admit it. We've all been in a shithole, you know. Yep. We've all had sort of, you know, um, aftershock or something, I guess is the best way to put it. I don't want to put any labels or diagnosis or, you know, diagnosis codes on anything. But, you know, we've all had those aftershocks. And sometimes, you know what, sometimes people do need some kid gloves. And sometimes those kid gloves make all the difference in the world, and then they can come out swinging. But if I come out, you know, I start to swing first as they're trying to dig out of their hole, I might just knock them right back in the hole, and this time they might not get out. And that's not the position I want to put somebody in. Right. So it's the so the answer then is to meet people where they are. Yes. Yeah. Faux show. I know with Travis and I, we both respond differently to a little more aggressive or a little less aggressive. Um, 
And it's just based on how our lives have come up to this point. And what we need is not what we need to give the other person, um, as we have found out (laughs) in a couple different situations. Yeah. (laughs) So, but that's the, but you know, we, we figured it out. So meet people where they are. Meet people where they are. I'm just, you know what? We're going to, we can end this on some gratitude. I'm just grateful that I have people I can have this conversation with. Absolutely. You in the audience, you on the podcast and you on the phone and you here in the booth. Yes, this has been a great so, show for sure. Um, and, you know, help this get out. Help help uh, the th- lots of people hear Pete, <laughs> you know, because obviously just in this just in this in this podcast and this um, live alone, we've had so many people say, yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. And if you're one of those people or if you know one of those people, share this out, share it to them, see what's going on. And maybe this can can reach the right people. Mm-hmm. Um Miss Melissa Crispell, do you have anything else you would like to add to this? Yeah, I just want to justify. <laughs> I want to justify why fathers and I connect the way that we do, and it's because we both respond to people who like crack the whip. That's yeah. just the way we are. You know, it, it. We thrive on high pressure, high power, in your face, go. Yeah. So I just. I felt like I needed to justify that because I don't love one more than the other. I love you both. That's not true. He's not listening right now. <laughs> this is my laugh. <laughs> uh, no, um, that's that's great. I mean, that's understanding. This has been. This is. <laughs> don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like Jolene? Uh, has just kind of kind of blown up. And I don't know if you caught the live, Melissa, but that's the title of this show. Um, so I think this works out well. We, we knocked out the, the definitions and the figuring out of envy, jealousy. And then Melissa, of course, brought a great thing to that of insecurities. And then things started brewing and Mr. Pete Olson had an aha moment that we were sharing with anybody. So can we get some hearts? Can we get some love, um, across the screen for all of this that's just happened? Um, you know, we have Donald Madam Zolan saying, I see and hear Pete, and I do feel connection with oh, him. Oh, thank you, Who Donna. doesn't? I think we all are connected in some way or another. Yeah. Um, and uh, thank you for showing up. Melissa, um, hang. You know what? I'll call you later. Pete will call you later. Something <laughs> like right. that. Thank, thank you, you Melissa. Fun. Do what? <laughs> Thanks for having me on. This was fun. Yeah. Yes. No, thank you so much, Melissa, and I'll talk to you soon. I love your face. We both love, I love you. your face too. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, love you guys. Bye. All right, bye. bye, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, wow, did you end it? Oh, okay, good. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Man, anybody, just anybody like, you know, and I, as as you all know, we just barely touched on the surface of what's going on. Just getting it out, just getting it out for me, I felt ten pounds lighter. Just oh to gosh. say that I'm intimidated by two people that I'm pretty close to, really effing close to. Like I'm intimidated by that relationship. Why is that? Now I got to figure that out. We're going to do a follow up here in a few weeks to we, see if he's done anything. Oh, on the spot, <laughs> on the spot. So, um, yeah. Thanks for all the love, guys. Holy hell. Mm-hmm. This, um, I think I can speak for both of us whenever we said that, you know, with yesterday's, uh, what do we call it, um, problem, technical, technical difficulties, difficulties yeah. um, we weren't for sure if it was going to work today, so we were kind of like, honestly, it was funny because we were supposed to be here around 4.30 
And we looked at the clock at like 3.55 and was like, holy shit. We, Luckily, we had 10 we minutes gotta away. we got to be there. So we weren't really feeling it. But as always, when we show up and you guys show up back mm-hmm. to us, my heart is filled right now. It and, is. It is. Um, and help someone else's heart fill too. Yeah. Share this out and have them, you know, if you're watching the replay, whatever, or if you're hearing on uh, the, the podcast, you know, have a conversation with someone about how you're feeling about this subject, about whatever, because Travis and I got to where we are with each other because we were able to break down a lot of barriers and not be scared of what the other person's response was. For sure. So, honesty. Barbara, let it out. Thanks for showing up. Donna, thanks for showing up. Katie Miller, love you. Like, all of you all Mm -hmm. on here. I can't can't read everybody that's in here. We've had people coming in and out. Um, Cheryl, Vetra Greening, Tina Farrar joined... That last five minutes. Yep. So hopefully she's hey, catching you. Uh, Hi, Tina. It's good to meet you in person, um, finally. Linda, our number one, always here. Thank you, love. Um, join us next week when we will be back in the studio um, with... With the fabulous Cassie. The fabulous Cassie. She's got some She'll cool... Be back. Uh, hopefully some really cool stories. Um, if you followed her on Instagram or whatever, um, you should... She'll be fresh off the boat. She'll be fresh off the boat. <laughs> So, um, as always, from our heart to yours, yours, um, go out and tap into life. Tap into life. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Please like us on Facebook and drop us a message to say hi. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and share us on your favorite social media. Special shout out to Specialty Produce Network. Aw, thanks. And our listeners and followers, because we couldn't do this without you. And we're better together. Until next time, get Get out out there there and tap into into life. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography, and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.